1: going on everybody welcome back to another episode of independent waters i'm back zach batista you're back
0: always happy to be here mikey
1: oh yeah and we got some killer matches for you this week uh i'm very excited to
0: start off uh but uh before we start zach what's been up how you doing bud i've been doing good lately aew has been really good the not show wise it's been just fantastic tv been dealing with you know just everything going on in the world lately. Working the usual, but uh, wrestling is just a nice thing to have these days. It's like a nice pick-me-up when things get you down. Wrestling is indeed a nice thing to have. Oh, and by the way, for those who are uh,
1: listening, I am Mikey Van Freddy. Joining me as always is Zach Batista. That intro didn't do it justice as well as it should have, but here we are. <laughs> Back for episode number three of Independent Waters. Getting through this uh, these crazy times with wrestling and Getting through that, in, getting through that independent sea of uh, of matches, and I'm very excited to discover some more.
0: Oh, I can't. Uh, believe. I've got a gem today that I'm really proud to show off. If anyone hasn't heard of it, well, we are both pretty excited to jump right into it. So why just why don't
1: we? Yeah, who who needs the small talk? Let's get right into it. <laughs> uh, I went first last week. Yes, you did. So, Zach, why don't you kick us off with your first match that you watched All this right. week
0: for this? Hmm, do I want to start with the gem or do I want to start with the, uh, with the um, other match? Start
1: with, start with the other match. We'll start build with the up, other match. Build it
0: up. All right. The first match that I'm going to talk about today was so after last week with us doing a women's match, I decided I wanted to see some more tag team action on the independent scene as, you know, the Young Bucks are so famous in AEW today and there's so many tag teams in AEW that were just great indie tag wrestlers. I was like, all right, I'm like, let's see what I can find. So what I ended up going with was the Sumerian Death Squad versus the Bucky Boys at ICW for their tag titles. Two very good names. Yes, they are very good names. The uh, Sumerian Death Squad consists of, if I recall correctly, it is Michael Dante and Tommy End, and the Bucky Boys composed of Stevie Boy and Davey Boy. The Bucky Boys sounds like
1: someone forgot what the Young Bucks were called, <laughs> and were like, yeah,
0: yeah, those Bucky Boys over on AEW, right? yeah. <laughs> oh my god so the best way i can describe the bucky boys is you know that the meme where anyone ever says like the slav or like it's a bunch of guys in adidas track suits yeah yeah, yeah. it's a bunch of. it's basically that where they have adidas <laughs> sweatpants and they just have no shirt <laughs> on incredible and the uh Sumerian death squad composed of just two guys and i believe there's black trunks they're kind of tatted up a bit okay so the announcers thank you again announcers you do my, You do make the match so much more fun with me when you give me context. The, I learned from the announcers that the Sumerian Death Squad were actually the outside teams, the Bucky Boys with the champions in this match. And they were coming mm. in to try to take their titles. Interesting. So, as I'm getting ready and, like, the crowd's all warmed up, it's an, this is a, a uh, British, or I believe it is a UK wrestling scene, so the crowd, of course, is lively as ever. Oh, yeah. The match is about to start, and this little guy comes wa- walking up. He's about to do an introduction, and then, Bam! One of the Sumerian Death Squad just kick him in the face, knock him down. Good and they start. start. Yeah, just to start, and they start beating the crap out of the, uh, out of the tag champs. There's a brawl to the outside with each one fighting. If I recall correctly, it was Michael Dante and I want to say it was Davy Boy because he's the bigger one of the two. We're fighting on the other well, one, one side of the ring, which is the camera was on. On the other side of the ring, it was Dante and no, it was Tommy End and Stevie Boy were fighting on the other side of the ring. Okay. Point of note here that was kind of funny was that you could hear what was happening on the other side because there's a point where the two of them started chopping each other, and it was just like you could hear the chops, and it was really hot. Start I was like, wow, that is so. Eventually, they roll them the face back into the ring, and the heel team does the usual shtick that heels do, which is grinding down the faces, doing as much as they can to get like as much pain at their point as they can. Like, at one point. I think it was Tommy N, like, mouthed off to Davy Boy, who's the bigger one of the two, I think I already said. And the ref, like, mm-hmm. stopped him because he went to go in, and they started just beating up the uh, Stevie Boy, who I haven't mentioned. was He's, like, the more lightweight of the team. He's the high flyer of the team. Okay. So this went on for a while, and I'm not the biggest fan of, like, grinding down, but, hey, it gets you all hot because when the hot tag came, the room came alive, man. I'm telling you, like, it exploded. Like, everyone was so happy that he got in. I actually got really excited from it, too. I was like, let's go. Let's go. It was great. Davy Boy just came in like a fucking pot, like a um a train of bricks, basically, just knocking the other two down. High spot. Stevie Boy did a fantastic looking hurricane run, if I believe, and then a suicide dive. Eventually, mm-hmm. the the uh, I believe the heels took back over again. Um, Tommy N in particular stood out for me because this man's strikes were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like he had some nasty kicks. There was a point where Davy Boy. Threw him into the corner. He then ran into him and gave him like a, uh, like a running like elbow, and then as he went running back to the corner, Tommy and ran at him, and they kind of did that back and forth a bit with Tommy and finishing with like a killer knee. Hmm. And then eventually, if I recall correctly, um, yes, now I remember Stevie Boy came in I think right after that, and he gave Tommy and you know the thing where like they pick the person up and they like spin them all the way around with a tornado DDT.
1: Yeah.
0: Think of that, but the smoothest transition to the DDT ever. Like, he literally, like, spun all the way around. I forgot which one they did it on. And it was just the smoothest looking thing in the world.
1: It was like a tornado tornado DDT. Like a super tornado yes. DDT. Yes.
0: Like, it was like, if you had, like, opened a book for wrestling, it's like, this is a tornado DDT. And that would be, like, in the book of how smooth they did this. It, it was, was a like... hurricane DDT because it yes. was so extreme. Exactly. Exactly. I was a little disappointed with the crowd, though, because they weren't as into it as I was hoping. But granted, I think Riptide has spoiled me entirely on in- on British crowds because Riptide crowds are just uh, above and beyond. I believe Riptide is Australian, if I I'm not mistaken. you are right, actually. Yes, no, I think so. I'm not sure, actually. I haven't looked as much into into Riptide. Oh, my God. So then there was – um. let me see. Oh, so the finish for this one was actually kind of odd. So th- let me break this down for you. Um, I believe it's Michael Dante's in the ring. He's like this bigger looking dude, um, okay. and he's currently fighting down Davy Boy, who's the bigger guy. He's like I think, that if I recall correctly, Stevie just took out Tommy End with like a like a probably a suicide dive or something like that. And he's in the ring, and as Tom, I believe it is Michael Dante hits his finisher. The little dude who got kicked in the face before just pulls his leg out and stops the pin. As I then learned this was the oh. man this is one of the two managers of, of the Bucky Boys. Okay. Right in front of the ref, and I was so confused as to why the ref didn't like, you know, do anything about that. But then as it <laughs> and then as just to add on to that, as Michael Dante went out to argue with this guy, Stevie Boy came running up and hit him in the face with a weapon and Davy Boy rolled him up and won. Right in front of the what? ref, too. Oh. And I was just like, oh, we're just not going to do DQs here, apparently. That's just... Wow. We're just not happening today. Yeah, apparently. Oh, man. And then that the end was a bit like, uh, okay, well, I was kind of hoping that would keep going a bit more. But it's fine. It was a short little match. Here's the interesting bit. So I decided to look into um, the Sumerian Death Squad and the Bucky Boys because something seemed a bit familiar. Because during the match... One of the Tommy End, the guy I was talking to before about the strikes, did what I thought looked like a Black Mass. I look it up and guess what? It's this is Aleister Black before he joined WWE. Yeah, Tommy End, baby. I was so surprised. I was like, "Wait, what?" And I went back. And I actually rewatched the match, and I was I saw so much. It was just it was cool to see like a prototype version of Aleister Black hitting like his, some of his signature moves that he does in WWE today.
1: Yeah, I bet I bet that was sick. I love. I love when you go back and watch a match and don't realize at first uh, who it actually who like it is, mm-hmm. and then you like you look up and you are like, oh, it's that guy. That, that happened to me uh, when I was watching All Out oh. and Matt and Matt Seidel came in to the the Battle Royal, and I was ah. like, oh, I like this Matt Seidel guy; he's really cool. Like sure, <laughs> like he like sure he he botched, but like otherwise he's really cool. And then I was looking on Twitter, and they're like, damn, how did Evan Bourne
0: botch a Shooting Star Press? I was like, oh, that's who he is. Um. <laughs> I, I didn't recognize to him me with that the long hair and the beard. I'm not going to lie, you just revealed to me that, that was Evan Bourne too. I didn't know that was Evan Bourne until just yeah, now. Yeah, Matt
1: that well, oh. was Evan Bourne in WWE, but he, no he has long hair and a beard, a
0: beard now, so I didn't recognize him. Oh, no wonder they said he has such a good shooting star press on being the elite. Yeah. Like, dang. Wow. But uh to get it to wrap this up a bit, I I gave this a meth because it wasn't anything like two crates like too special. It was like a good match overall. Just like good transition, good wrestling, fine. The ending was a bit weird. Okay. I would say if you really want to like see pre-Alister Black, look at this match or like look at anything he did with the Sumerian Death Squad or by himself as Tommy End, mm-hmm. and you'll probably find a good amount of like entertainment out of it. I did. I wasn't bored in the match. It just didn't like not. It just didn't blow me away as I was kind of hoping it would. That's fair. But off of my uh, little bit of a downer ending there, let's see what what you've got left. What have you got up there? I'm looking to. See.
1: Earlier, you did mention uh, we've been getting into women's wrestling lately, and yes, I have, have another women's match uh, for us to get into. And I brought uh, from Progress Wrestling an event called Revolution Eight for the mm-hmm. Progress Women's Title. We have the champion
0: Tony Storm. Let's go! I love Tony
1: taking on Wesna, Wesna, who is a German-Croatian wrestler who is uh, who used to, who wrestles in Germany a lot, but she. Uh, she goes around Japan, America, oh, okay. UK, but uh, she got her start in Germany. Okay. Uh, she's big. She's like a. Oh, she's cute. like she's a brawler kind of. Mm. She it, it, this this looks like it's gonna be a fight. Uh, nice, and it is. Is this match is like uh, it starts off actually with some really good technical wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, with Storm and Wesna putting each other into different holds. Storm getting a lot of reversals. Uh, Storm is actually in control a lot of this beginning of the match, uh, Hmm. when it's in the ring, it's, uh, when it's like wrestling, wrestling, like Storm is firmly in control. She's got it. She's reversing anything Wesna's throwing at her.
0: Hmm. She's
1: getting her holds in. And then, uh, it goes to the outside. And that is when Wesna firmly takes control when she tosses Storms uh, Storm into arm first into the ring post, Ooh. Uh, right into the turnbuckle, and uh, yeah, she starts taking control out there and just starts beating Storm down. She keeps resetting the count on the outside, so she keeps just absolutely it just it just becomes a, a fight out there. Mm. Uh, and Wesna, I never heard of her before this, but. I am already scared of Wesna because Wesna's, <laughs> Wesna's strikes look like they could break me in half.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, they're just like hammers, basically? She,
1: yeah, she is brutal. She beats the life out of people, man. The, like, she's stomping away, punching. Like, she looks like she could easily break me in half, and it's terrifying, but it's great. Because it makes sounds... for a
0: great match. (laughs) Awesome, just a great heel that you want so you get beat. Exactly,
1: exactly. It it made for that great, uh, that great like, heel underdog dynamic, because at first, at first, it feels like Tony Storm's like, oh, the cocky, she she feels like, oh, I got this, I'm the champion, I don't know, it's fine, I'm the best, and Mm -hmm. then she kind of underestimated Wesna a bit, and then Wesna got into her fight mode, and Tony kind of was like, oh, man, okay. Whew.
0: (sighs) Time to, time to go. (laughs) Kind of kicking it overdrive, I guess.
1: Yeah, uh, so these two, once that happens from the outside, that's when the real match starts, and these two just start kicking the crap out of each other, throwing reverses at each other left and right, hitting each other with everything they got. Um, there's a point where Tony Storm hits Wesna with a Storm Zero on the apron, ooh, but then Wesna kicks out. <gasps> I know, it's wild. Um, and Tony kicks, I think Tony ended up kicking out a Wesna's finisher at one point, point. Uh it's just wild. This match was really good. Uh, but in the end, Tony Storm did end up beating Wesna and keep retaining her Progress Women's Championship uh, and winning the match. This nice. match was great. I think this was a great show for Tony Storm and, and Wesna because it made Wesna look like this uh, this monster, this beast, mm-hmm. who was just absolutely wrecking Tony Storm in the, like, toward the middle of the match. And then it made Tony Storm look like this awesome underdog who came back and won the match, even though she was a champion, which is hard to do when mm-hmm. you're the champion, is to still somehow be the underdog. Yeah, um, but I really like this match. Um, it was it was, it was like a twenty minute match, and I still wish it was longer. Like, wow, this match was good. Uh, I I wish these two would have fought fought a little while longer because this match could have been.
0: I mean, this match was sick, but it could have been even sicker. You yeah, know? that's so that's how you know that the match is good when you like when it finishes you're like no keep going no no more. keep fighting
1: I want to keep watching this. Uh, I really like this match. I am gonna give it. Uh, I think I'm going to give it a mark out. Let's go. I like it a lot. I'm going to give it i mar- I'm going to give my first match a mark out because I really enjoyed it. I popped a few times. I really liked Tony storm in this match. I really like Wesley in this match and it was a great show for, uh, for the title. So. Oh, Things don't get
0: much bigger. Feeding off that pot, that nice energy of a nice mark out. I'm going to now give over to my second match, which Oof. was going off. i of excited the... for this one. I'm excited. I'm very excited to talk about this. So. Going off of the uh, women's wrestling that we did last week, I wanted to find something that I don't ever see, basically, in any mainstream promotion, which is intergender wrestling, actually. I think it can be...
1: Intergender matches are one of, like, the low-key gems of just independent wrestling in general. Like, if you Mm -hmm. find a good... Like, on Indy 500, I reviewed uh, Intergender matches all the time, because it was just like, oh my god, they're so much fun. They're so much fun.
0: Like, I I don't usually ever see it. Like, the closest I got to it was in, uh, talking about mainstream. I saw WWE, it was Ronda Rousey and Angle versus Triple H and Stephanie, which is the closest I had gotten to it, and I think I've seen, like, a couple stuff on NXT, not matches, but, like, spots, and I was like, alright. I'm like, Intergender wrestling, I know, is a thing on the uh, indie scene, because I've seen Candlestar Ray take some nasty hits from me on some of those matches. So,
1: Candice LeRae is actually one of the, like the big pioneers of in, of intergender intergender wrestling in the in wrest just in and wrestling in general. Uh mm-hmm.
0: and she had some of the greatest matches. Yeah, so I'm definitely be looking to her but on this day in particular I decided to pick Orange Cassidy versus Kylie Rae at Beyond Wrestling for the Intercontinental Television Title. So, yes, the yeah, the independent wrestling title. I know about Orange Cassidy if you watch AEW then you Definitely know about Orange Cassidy. Kylie Ray, however, was someone that, while I was sad that she was gone from AEW, I'm happy that she's happy where she is now. But she was one of the people that when she when AEW first showed up, I really had my eye. I was like, wow, she's really good. I can't wait to see what else she does. And I don't watch Impact this much, so I don't see that it much.
1: the The image burned in my brain of Kylie Ray in, in AEW was when Britt Baker super kicked her, and she like her head went back, and her bow fell off, Oh, and yeah. just. Just Britt Baker super kicking Kylie Ray's bow off was one of my favorite images of AEW still to this day.
0: It's oh, great. So, starting into this match, it starts with Orange Cassidy, like the most Orange Cassidy ever, just looking at Kylie Ray and going, like, You wanna? And her, like, realizing he's asking her, You wanna shot for my title? So, Kylie Rae does her usual spiel of being the happiest thing in the world, completely accepts it, it gets announced. So the match starts with the two of them kind of doing their, the usual thing. Kylie Ray's like, playing to the crowd, being, like, chanting with everyone. Like, Orange Cassie's got his hands in his pocket with his sunglasses on, just staring at her. Of course. But yet, in this moment, you can just feel this kind of, this tension between the two of them. Like, they both know this is an actual match, but they aren't really acting on it. Like, there's a point where, like, Kylie hugs him, uh, and then he uh, hugs her back. And then she, as he turns around, she tries to roll him up.
1: Yes, I remember that.
0: And then right after that, she tries to shake she shakes his hand. Oh, no, I know. I think if I recall correctly, he does something with her where she like, I think like, oh no, he puts her he puts his glasses on her face. <laughs> and she turns around, and she's all happy and he tries rolling her up, and it's from this point on that the tension kind of just keeps growing between the two of them. Cuz like they then decide they're going to shake hands, and the two of them then do the thing where like, both wrestlers try to pull each other to throw the other one to the corner at the mm-hmm. same time. And at this point, you can see that both of them on their faces are like, oh, no, this is a match. We're we're really going at it. Like, <laughs> like, for instance, like Orange Cassidy, then is like he goes super samo, basically, which is putting his hands in his pockets. Mm-hmm. And then Kylie Ray tries to shake his hand again and pull him again. And he stops her again. Mm-hmm. So at this point, then the offense breaks out with Kylie Ray like knocking uh, Orange to his feet. She tries to cover him. It doesn't work. Orange Cassie then does his patented slot style of just laying on the ground and rolling, but not actually getting up when she starts running over him. <laughs> she just keeps, I remember that, she just, like, bounces on the ropes, And then eventually she, she keeps leapfrogging over him as she's just laying there. Exactly, and he's, eventually she stops, she's like, oh, hey. And then she just, she lays down next to him, and the two of them just stare at each other for a second. <laughs> so then the two of them get up, and they have a spot that I wasn't expecting to pop for and be hyped for, but they had a thumb war yes <laughs> i saw this and i was like i don't know why i'm so excited to see what this is about to happen but uh, i'm all for it if you've ever seen a thumb war you've never seen one like this they the way were, they the way they sold everything in that thumb it oh, was incredible it was amazing they were like twisting each other's arms they had it like one at one point like where they where kylie had her thumb on top of oranges he was acting like he was in like the worst submission ever same with her <laughs> and vice versa no Neither one of them ever, like, never broke the thumb hold either, so it was just like... I'm like, I'm like, what? I'm like, this is my life right now. I'm watching two people thumb war in wrestling and getting excited over it. I'm like, this is amazing. You know what I would have liked to see? Whenever they had their thumb down, I would have liked to see their ref just be like, one, two. Yeah, that would have been would have <laughs> been funny. I would have liked that a lot, actually. Oh, so moving on Cassidy eventually gets the edge and breaks up the thumb war, only for her... <laughs> He then, after he breaks up this thumb war, like, like, I'm pretty sure, like, he lets his hand go and he puts her in a, a headlock and throws her over. He gives her a thumbs up and says, uh, if I recall correctly, he's like, you deserve a thumbs up, I'm pretty sure. And then Kylie just jumps and, like, kind of does, like, a code breaker to his arm. And at this point then, the match, like, re- like, this is where, like, the match, like, where I said before, the tension, like, they're like, this is a real match. This is where, like, it goes to an actual wrestling match. Mm-hmm. Kylie is working Orange's arm, and a little fun note here for her character is she starts asking the ref if she he's okay as she works his arm over, <laughs> which is just amazing. Classic, love it. I think she started cheering for Orange at one point too, like getting a chance started for him. Nice. And then eventually Orange gets uh, the upper hand on her. And he starts working over her back, and let's see that include like a, a series of backbreakers, and then surprisingly from Orange Cassidy, all people submissions. He had her in, like, a camel clutch. He had a modified one where, like, he, like, was... Had his knees to her back and he pulled her head back as he, like, got... As she was laying flat on the ground. And let me just say this. Kyrie was selling this. Probably some of the best selling I've ever seen. She sounded like she was in such pain here. That there was a point when Cassidy, like, whipped her into the ropes as hard as he could. And she hit it and fell down and started breathing. I actually thought she was hurt for a second. Because of how well she was selling this. Which... It's just... I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, this is a match. Let's, let's go. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, this is amazing. I would never expected this. I was, like, so confused but so hyped for it at the same time. He then started working over her leg, too. Like, he did, like, a dragon screw. He, like, there was a one point where, like, he pulled her knee brace down. He, like, kicked it, like, with the heel of his foot. Like, really just, like, nasty stuff for her. And she was, of course, selling this. Like, it was the worst thing in the world. Mm. If I recall correctly, she, like, throws him to the outside. Does, like, a suicide dive to him. They exchange a bit more grapples. Um, There's actually a point in the match where, as I said, they were exchanging grapples. She throws Orange Cassidy into the turnbuckle and he's exhausted at this point, right? She runs over to him and Orange Cassidy just falls forward. But because she's selling her leg swell, she actually hobbles over, trips over him, and falls into the turnbuckle. I (laughs) thought that was amazing. I was like, that was like on the levels of like when Neville, back when he was neville and raw on uh, wwe sold the the, uh red arrow when his leg was hurt where he fell out off the top rope and looked like he legitimately hurt himself Jeez. so now as i've gushed over this enough but like let's go we'll now go to the finishing sequence so she gets she uh pulls orange cast orange cassidy if i recall correctly all right who does this oh my god if I recall correctly, Kylie Ray pulls Orange Cassidy out and does this amazing... It's either Orange Cassidy or Kylie Ray. They do this amazing-looking blue thunderbomb, followed by... Oh, it is Cassidy, because Cassidy gets to the top rope, and he like kind of... You know that thing where he like, flops onto the person?
1: Yeah.
0: He did that. Where he says he's going to
1: do a 450. And then yeah, just- and then
0: he just falls forward. Yeah. He did that. She kicked out. He then... Orange Cassidy went for some orange juice after this, and the two of them had this tug-of-war for it which ended in uh, Cassidy getting the orange juice and then Kylie Ray pulling off this amazing super kick, followed by two power bombs, which she tries pinning him, and then as I'm waiting for the third power bomb, she freaking Canadian Destroyers him. Absolutely blew my mind. Followed yeah, by... Kylie, Kylie Ray is I- insane. Incredible wrestling by two of them. I have to note one thing I haven't said is that this... They were so smooth in this match. Every sequence just looked great. Oh, my would God. You say, would you say... They were schmovin Exactly. They were schmovin and grooving. They were schmovin, Oh, my God. The finishing sequence is actually pretty clever in the sense that, like, so the two of them are having, like, a roll-up thing, right? Where, like, they're, like, they have, like, a couple cool roll-up spots that I can't do it justice because I've never really seen a roll-up spots like the one that started this out. But the finish mm-hmm. comes when Kylie does a crucifix to Orange, right? And he kicks out. Okay. She then tries to do it again. And you know that thing where Orange, like, he puts his leg forward and he puts both his opponent's arms behind their back and then he pins them when their shoulders are pinned. Like the mousetrap. Yes, the mousetrap. He does that to her and he catches her all, and he wins. And the two end with That's a... his that's his one of his uh finishing moves. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, the announcers never sold it, so I never actually knew. All I know is the uh <laughs> orange the uh orange punch and that's about all I know, actually. Yeah
1: in the in the Indies, he I don't think he, I don't think he had the orange punch in the Indies. He it wasn't it wasn't one of his signatures. He would do it, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like one of his signature moves. His signature move or his
0: finisher move was the mousetrap pin, which is oh. the oh that one
1: pin. more thing
0: I did forget to mention is that Kylie had a bunch of submissions here where like she turned a bunch of like a hurricane run I think into a crossface. She did that a lot. To orange and Orange sold it so well. I went over Kylie selling it, but like God, Orange sounded like he was in such pain if she had him in this. Mm-hmm. But to wrap this up with a nice little bow, heh, see what I did there? Uh, <laughs> the two of them ended with a nice handshake. Kylie was still hobbling. This match gets an easy mark out for me. Yeah, this match is so uh, Amazing. This, this match is one of the matches that we were talking
1: about last week where it's mm-hmm. like walking the line between comedy and like wrestling. Exactly. And this is one of the matches that does it really, really well. It, was the thumb it makes you piece. laugh.
0: It makes you hype. It just... It, it brings you all over the so spectrum good. of emotion this From match. Laughing my ass, feel this. <laughs> oh, exactly. Laugh my ass off to the thumb war to this. Oh, exactly. Laughing my ass off to the thumb war to literally thinking Kylie Ray is having trouble breathing. This match is a treat. You should watch this. If you're a fan of Orange Cassie, you will love this. And if you're like me and you like Kylie Ray, you will also love this. It's amazing. You go out of your way and watch this, guys, it's a real treasure to find. And it's on YouTube too, if you look it up. Woo! I love free matches. Free matches on YouTube are the best ones. Yes, oh yeah, they are. Um, I think my last one was uh, my... Tony Storm
1: versus Wesna by the way was also free on YouTube. Believe you my first match out. is also free on YouTube. Let me look. Yes, it is free on YouTube. Fantastic. So all the matches we talked about so far, you can go watch for yourself for free on YouTube. Exactly. Go check them out. All right. Hit me with it. Right. All right, well my next match I'm is high. right off of the YouTube channel of The Body Guy. All you go. The Karate Man, Ethan Page. This match is Ethan Page taking on Johnny Gargano at Ooh. Alpha One Wrestling for the Alpha Male
0: Championship. I've never heard of this this promotion before, which is the best. Me neither.
1: Alpha One Wrestling was a new one for me. Uh, yeah. it, but this match looked like it was from a long time ago. Mm. Uh, it got uploaded recently, but it was definitely from a long time ago. Yeah, uh, you can go f- if you want to watch this match. You can go find
0: it on Ethan Page's YouTube channel. He uploaded it himself. Oh, that's oh, that's nice of him. That yeah, up. yeah. I believe the uh, the Death Squad match I had before was also for, like a long time ago. It was like 2013 or something like that. Mm-hmm. They just uploaded it as like their. Like, big, like, thing to, like, as, like, their archive to get you to buy their network, if I recall correctly. But, anywho, enough about the other matches. Let me get me on to this alpha, the uh, alpha male title match. So, this alpha male title match between Ethan Page and Johnny Gargano.
1: And, of course, Ethan Page comes out with his manager being an absolute dickwad. Like, of he's being the uber-heel, and I expected nothing less from All Ego <laughs> himself. Uh, And Gargano, you know playing the baby face the baby face is gonna win this championship off of the heel Mm-hmm. uh a lot there's a lot of a lot of it's this match is a stereotypical wrestling match like it's two guys hitting each other with holds hitting each other with big slams it's like if you think about wrestling mm-hmm. this is it Ah, uh, okay um like there's a lot of them taunting each other there's a lot of them yelling at each other there's one point where i think gargano literally like ethan page is like taking a, is like taking a breather cuz they just had like a sequence or something like that mm-hmm. and gargano goes ethan 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 i just want to let you know i'm gonna break your arm <laughs> <laughs> and fun. then that, and then that 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 prompts ethan to be like okay hold on i'm going to go stretch outside uh, i have 10 seconds on the side of the ring so i'm going to go do that <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. These two just fight each other. It's a great – it's a good wrestling match. It's a one-on-one fight. Uh, There's some – there's one really particular sequence that I liked a lot where Ethan Page hits his finisher called the headshot. Okay. uh, Which is like – you know how Gargano does the the spear through the ropes? Yeah. It's almost like the same thing the way Page goes through the ropes except Mm -hmm. instead of a spear, he does like a cutter or like an RKO kind of thing. That's cool. So it's called the headshot. So he does that, and then uh, he does that, and then he gets up. Uh, jo- Johnny, like, pops up, hits him with a super kick while Ethan's uh. on his knees, and then Ethan Page gets up, hits Johnny Gargano with a roundhouse, to which Gargano responds with another super kick to Ethan Page, oh. to which Ethan Page responds with, like, a huge, like, insiguri. Oh, my and God. They, and they just both knock each other the hell out. Like, it was really cool. Wow. Uh, it was a neat – Uh, it was a neat sequence for sure. Um, uh, I really like this match. It's high hitting. It's hard hitting, high impact. I almost said high, high hitting, hard impact, (laughs) hard hitting, high impact. Lots of big beefy moves, a lot of slamming, a lot of punching, uh, stuff like that. It's not a crazy high flying. There's no like crazy spots. It's like, there's some cool sequences here and there, but all in all, this is a wrestling match where two guys are just trying to hurt each other, you know? the classic yeah uh and this match ends uh when johnny gargano gets page in the gargano escape but then mm-hmm. ethan page's manager distracts the referee while the referee is distracted page taps out but the ref didn't see it Um oh. johnny then lets go of page to get the ref's attention and when he does page hits gargano with his finisher gets the one two three and page wins and retains his championship Ah,
0: a tale as old as time.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think exactly what you said, tale as old as time. That's my issue with this match. Oh, really? It didn't feel special. It didn't feel like there was anything that really... Like, there was that one cool sequence, but other than that, it didn't feel like there was anything that stood out to me as, like, this is sick. It just felt like... Heel versus typical heel versus face match, you know, like the mm-hmm. face is wrestling and then the heel is doing his cheaty tactics, cowering on the outside sometimes, like sneaking in a win. Yeah, like it felt just so textbook mm, heel insane. versus face match, it's not you know? It's like breaking it boundaries here. It's not gonna, yeah, like exactly. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't do anything for like it was a good match, like it was good wrestling, but like it was just nothing special about it. There was no flair. There was no spark. It just felt like, alright, yeah, there's a wrestling match between two dudes. Aw,
0: mm. oh, that's and, a shame.
1: Yeah, but like like I said, it was decent, it was fun, but uh, because it didn't have that special something, I'm gonna have to give this match a meh. Because, ah, like, that. two two great wrestlers, two awesome performers, uh, but it just, this match just felt basic. Like, it didn't feel like Ethan Page versus Johnny Gargano. It just felt like two guys fighting each other, you know. Yeah, I got you. I, I don't know. I, I just expect. I guess I just expected more out of these guys. Like they, they're both really good, and I, I kind of wish there was just more to this match. But it just
0: was so basic and generic. Oh well, at least the match itself. Sub- at least it wasn't a, a miss it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't say it was a it miss it. Out. Like, if you want to go check it out, definitely go do that. If you like both of these guys, like, it's definitely for sure go check it out. But uh, it's just meh. Like, like
0: Mm-hmm. Well, going into that, why don't we talk about the match we decided to watch this week, the two of us.
1: So, as you guys know that on this show, what we do is we both review two matches of our own and we watch one match together. But this week, this one is special because this match got recommended to us by one of the wrestlers in it. Uh, Gentleman Jervis himself tweeted at us, giving us this match to review against Kevin Martinson. I am very excited about this, because I love Jervis, and I am so excited that he, uh, he gave us a match that he says he's very proud of, and that he likes a lot, and that, well, it's one of his favorite matches that he's been in.
0: Yeah, it was, uh, it is for the, if I recall correctly, the television title at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Which we
1: are from now on calling CWFH,
0: because that's a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you've turned me on to Jervis quite a bit lately. So I was God when I saw that he actually tweeted us. I was like, "Yo," I was like, "We have, I was like, Geez. we got yeah."
1: Like he, like we, he, he personally recommended this match for us to watch. So like, how how could we say no?
0: Exactly. We can't say no to Jervis. Of course, we're gonna review it. Come the on, sweetest gentleman that ever lived.
1: Yeah, uh, the world's sweetest man.
0: Yes. Uh, I'm. Uh,
1: anyway, let's let's get right into it. Uh, yes. I personally, I really like this match.
0: I enjoyed the I, match as well.
1: Uh, I liked how in the beginning everyone was underselling Jervis. Everyone was the announcers were underselling Jervis. Uh, Martinson was underselling Jervis. Oh,
0: him going down the ring and being like, "This guy,
1: come on!" Yeah, yeah. Right. I liked I liked that because it was building. Ooh. It was build, for me. It was building up that like that underdog. Like, oh yes. man, now I want him to win really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. it was it was getting me in that zone, you know, exactly. and then. Uh, Martinson comes to the ring, of course, confused. He's like, "Why am I fighting this guy? Come on!" Uh, oh who Martin said I would say uh, also did a great job in this match, just playing yes. the heel. Oh, absolutely, uh, he he did wonderfully as well. Uh, the match. <laughs> Can we just... I just want to talk about how the match starts. Oh, where my God, this... Jer- <laughs> the bell rings. <laughs> the bell rings, and immediately Jervis goes underneath the ring, and everyone's like. Whoa, 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 whoa. What is he getting? Is he getting a weapon? Jervis? No. And then no. he pulls out a vase full of flowers that he gifts that he
0: gifts to the champion, Kevin Martinson. I have to point out your. It's, it's like a what? Vase. It's like a pot. It's like a <laughs> big pot of flowers that you see, like, sitting outside, like, a <laughs> gate. It was so ridiculous and out of nowhere that I was just dying of laughter. I was like, what is this? It was so good. It was oh, so good. God. I thought it, it was, was so funny. Hilarious. Hilarious. And then the – and then – to out here is following this up. So Martinson looks at these flowers, and you hear Jervis go, "Well, they have for you." And he looks at them, and he eats the flowers. He doesn't. He doesn't hit them out of his hand. He doesn't nope. throw them. He doesn't like
1: take them and stomp on them. No, he just he just eats them. He just he bites them. right into the bouquet of
0: flowers. Jervis takes them, and then I for, I forgot how it ends up happening. But he Martinson gets the flowers back. He's like, "Hold on." He's like, "Put these in the ring." And this man's about to drop like an elbow on these flowers before Jervis accidentally crotches him Jervis, on the ropes, like, trying to sli- stop him.
1: Jervis like <laughs> slips and like n- like knocks him on like knocks oh, into the ropes and makes God. him fall. It was. How I was hilarious. hoping, I was hoping this match was just gonna be like Jervis just like accidentally fumbling himself into a win somehow, oh, just by been. like accidentally just like hitting Martinson with moves over and over, which would have oh, been hilarious. But been. what I got, I think,
0: was better because Jervis showed.
1: How athletic he is.
0: Oh, my God. Smooth as hell. Both these guys, every one. He was also schmoving. Exactly. Oh, my God. Like, I was really watching, because this match, if you watched our – if you listened to our podcast last week, I was left yearning for more with Jervis after my match with him. This match gave me basically what I was looking for. I was like, yes. I'm like, Jervis is showing his moves, and he's doing a damn good job at it.
1: Yeah. Uh, And I also like – I just like how – Martinson was also just shutting, shutting it down. He was just like, he was like, everyone shut up. This guy's nothing. I'm still the champion. I'm going to win. Everyone shut your mouth. Stop cheering for him.
0: Oh, and God, just kept was...
1: shutting him down at every turn.
0: Every turn. The, the crowds, it was, a, it was a great,
1: me. it was, it was a great, he was playing a great heel and Jervis yeah. was playing, of course, a great face because how could Jervis ever be a heel? I
0: don't even, like, it's not possible.
1: Oh God. Right? Like it's, it, it's literally impossible.
0: It's just not unless, – unless you're talking about the dude that's the opposite of Jervis that he tags with. Oh, we'll Purvis rotten Belly. Yes, Purvis Belly. <laughs> oh, man. I will say one thing to note here. The crowd's um, – way they're sh- the the crowd's um, attitude towards performers really helped. Like when Jervis came in, it was like – this is just going back. When he came in, it was like smiles. He shook everyone's hand. Of course. Martinson comes in. The entire crowd turned their back to him and didn't say a word to him. It was – I wish I've the sorry, go ahead. That. No, I'm just saying like I've never seen a crowd do that. And if more crowds start doing that, I would love that.
1: I wish the crowd was more into it during the match, though.
0: Because I feel like true. there was a
1: lot of points where Jervis tried to hype up the crowd, and the crowd was just like, nah. Eh, yeah. <laughs> like, there was points where he was, like, stomping his foot, try, like, trying to get him to be like... Oh, yeah, dude,
0: like, um, Jervis you know, got stuck whole, in, like, um... You know, thing. He got stuck in, like, this nasty, like, butterfly submission where, like, Martinson had both his arms pulled back. And Jervis was dying here. He started... Stomping his leg like you see like Dustin Rhodes do an AEW. And the crowd just didn't react to it. And I was like, Jervis is dying out here. <laughs> He's trying his best. And I'm like, I want him to win so bad. I started clapping. I was thinking on the computer and I was like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> there was this one other funny part where Jervis was in a submission where he... there was like one of the flowers still just like lying in the <laughs> ring. And he grabs it and he just like gives it to the camera.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Another... F- that funnily enough, I actually went back to that spot to look. Martinson saw this fire on the ground, just sticks the rose between his teeth like he's like gonna go like tango dancing, and then he just spits <laughs> it out. And Jervis is just <laughs> giving the flower before he just gets taken away. Oh, it's so good.
1: It's so, this whole match is so good. I think both both of the guys in this match did an awesome he did job. A great job. Like, uh, I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun watching it. Like there was like there was like like I said, there was like the, the big moments of wrestling and then there was like the small comedy moments mm-hmm. here and there, like the flowers, Jervis like trying to give the flower to the audience, the yeah. him accidentally tripping and knocking Martinson off the top rope. Uh, like <sighs> it, it, it just, just a, It was fun. It was, it was just fun. It was just a fun, enjoyable match. But I wanna say that toward the end, that double stomp from Martinson. Ooh. <laughs> That was brutal. I, I yeah. like I I like looked away
0: like that that hit and I was like ooh. To describe for the folks at home, he basically stuck Jervis between the top and middle rope, like kind of like in a package. He got up to the top, he jumped down, he mule kicked the top of Jervis's head as he came down. Yeah, it, like right on the back of his neck, like look, that was whoa, nasty. rough. It it was the worst looking spot. A close second for that was when he threw Jervis into the turnbuckle and Jervis went to go flip up. And I think he didn't get it entirely, and he just hit and fell. And I remember Ooh. thinking to myself, "Oh, I'm like that." They did it again, and he did it fine. But I was like, "Oh, that hurts!" Oh, Jervis, no.
1: Yeah, dude, he took some. He took some. Uh, some bumps in this. Yeah, match.
0: I have to go through. I have to say though, for me, even though he lost, it is a testament to Jervis's character that he made me really want him to win. Yeah, this same here. I like the guy. Like he. Wasn't seen as NK fave for this event. Like apparently he's just not seen as a threat. But like he did such a good job of just making you want to see him succeed. Yeah, and again, not to take anything away
1: from Kevin Martinson, who also did a fantastic job. Did great job, absolutely,
0: absolutely knocked it out of the park. I I liked how
1: both 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 people had a big part in this match. Jervin really made me want it. Jervis really played a part in making making me want him to win. And
0: Kevin Martinson really played a big part in making me want him to lose. Exactly, like he was complete scumbag to Jervis. And it's like, how could you do this to this gentleman? Yeah, uh, it was a little sad when he when he lost. Child, I remember thinking. I remember going out loud and going like, ah, oh, damn. I was like, I was hoping I'd see Jervis yeah, pull out I was, the win.
1: I was bummed to see Jervis not get the title in this. In this one, by the way, Kevin Martinson wins with his uh, signature the submission hold, I mean? the Rat Trap. Yes, yeah, it's, the rat it, trap.
0: it's like a sharpshooter. It's like a modified sharpshooter mm-hmm. called the Rat Trap. Yeah, it was after that nasty spot where he stomped on the back of Jervis's head, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. This match, the best way I can put it is, well, it didn't make me pop off as much as it did you. It did the next best thing for me, which is laugh. I was smiling and laughing the whole time of this match. I wasn't bored. I wasn't doing anything else. I was having. I had a great time with this match.
1: I wish. I do wish it was. It was one of. The, it was like one well, of those matches like earlier, like Tony Storm and Um, Wesna I just wish it was longer. Yeah, like I like, wanted to see them fight more. Yeah, I this match was only like so, this match
0: was only what like ten minutes. Like I wanted more. Like that, yeah, and we also had a commercial fight break, forever. So see the whole like, thing. damn. I remember when he did the rat trap and he just tapped out. I was like, oh damn! I was like, that's it! I was like, oh, I was hoping for a bit more. Was fight like, forever, like dang. For me, I, I I'll know. go first in migrating. I okay. would give this a meh for me, because okay, while it didn't so? make me, it didn't make me go like, wow, this is just. Like cream of the crop, like I love this to bits. This match, I have to go. I have to stress, this is not a bad match at all. This is a very fun match, and I, I would, if you watch it, you will not be disappointed with it. Uh, well, what about you, though?
1: I listen, Zach. I gotta give it the mark out. I like it a lot. I I'm a huge mark for Jervis. I love matches like this where it's like a little bit of comedy, a little bit of wrestling. Sure, it was a little short, and I would have liked more. And it, it would have been like super duper mark out if it was mm-hmm. longer and they got more in. But uh I think it's I think it's it still, still I think it still breaks that line between Matt and Markout and mm-hmm. gets to that Markout level for me.
0: So I have to say if Jervis ends up watching this, thank you for recommending yes. us this match.
1: Yes, I was I was I, you read my mind. I was actually literally about to say the same thing. Jervis, if you are listening to this, uh thank you for recommending this. We really appreciate it. Uh we love you here here at Hit the here at Hit the Bucks Network. You are always welcome. You are one of our favorites. Uh thank you so much. So after that, uh Zach. We have one more little segment here before we end the show. Yes, we do. We have the Double Down.
0: Ah, I love this seg- these segments.
1: So the Double Down is when me and Zach take a quick flashback to last week, and we watch one of each other's matches. I will be watching uh, one of Zach's matches that he had, and he will be watching
0: one of my matches
1: that yes, I had. Uh, and, Zach, you know what? Why don't you take it, take it home first?
0: All right. So, the match that Mikey recommended to me was the Nick Gage versus Ultramantis Black in a Yuletide death match at or- the event known as Orange Cassidy's doing something, who knows, whatever. <laughs> whatever. This match was, I will say, when this when the match got set up, this ring was literally filled with carnage. Like Mikey described, there was literally just barbed wire all over. Just, there was like a board filled with light bulbs. I was just like, wow, this is going to probably suck for whoever goes through that. By the way, quick note here. I loved Orange Mantis' entrance so much because he basically looked like a Christmas cultist. And it Orange was Orange
1: Mantis. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ultra Mantis Black looked like a straight up Christmas cultist, and I loved every bit of it. Like <laughs> the it just Christmas great. cultist. Christmas cultist. I was like, I'm like, it's, you just took Satan worship, but you combined it with Christmas. He,
1: he just has two, two full tattoo sleeves that are just Christmas themed. Which and wild. it's not
0: even like Nightmare on Elm Street Christmas sleeves. It's like, a, like a Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, Christmas it's thing. just like, Christmas. It's just, just straight Christmas. up wholesome, like Santa Claus, like just everything. It's great. I loved it. So the match uh, comes off, the uh, Nick Gage is the champ, or a champ, I know that much, because his manager came out with some like scalpel or something. And the Mm -hmm. belt himself. To since Mike already went over this, I'll go through the bits for me that stood out for me. There was a nasty spot in this match where Mantis got drop kicked fully into barbed wire, and he got tangled up with it. And I remember thinking to myself, "Oh
1: God, yeah, that one was rough."
0: Combined with the fact that then Gage put it on top of him and then stomped it into him, so he got tangled up like legit, like his leg got caught up in it. And I was like, "Oh no, I'm like, no, this is so dangerous." Yeah, that was wild. Uh, the tacks that you mentioned before were nasty, especially the red and gold. The yeah, they were literally in the middle of the ring, so like there were like a bunch of bumps that worked worse than they normally would. Like I think like Ultraman took a yeah because backdrop. they were just they were just spread out like everywhere. everywhere, So like Man Mantis just dro- Mantis took like a backdrop, and I remember thinking to myself, "Oh God, that went into tax." I'm like, "God, that's bad." And I was like, "That's that's unfortunate." This was basically Mikey summed it up best. This is basically like if you're looking for just a nice death match, you can just sit there and chill out while two dudes kill each other with barbed wire. This is this is the match. For yeah, you.
1: it's it is one of those matches that's not. It's one of those death matches that's not too cringy to watch. Yeah, like it's, I've it's seen, not like, like when I say cringy, I don't mean like the the internet cringy where it's like. As in like oh, I mean, like
0: I mean, like you're gonna like there's some death matches
1: where you're gonna look away because it's It's like violent. the level of like
0: why I, where you go to like why on earth would you ever do that to yourself? Yeah, it's like, violent. It is violent. So I will say, as my rating gave me a, I gave it a meh just because it didn't blow me away as much as I was hope. I was not. I wasn't sure exactly how it would go, but I'd give it a meh because like I enjoyed it, but like I feel like that there might the. the Bar for death matches could be a bit higher. Yeah, I agree. Side note here, by the way, just like outside of the match, the I wish there was, was more.
1: I wish there was more Christmas
0: themed that too, uh, death yeah. match there stuff.
1: Was it was the... just like the board with the ornaments and then the tree, and that was yeah. Like...
0: And there wasn't like I was hoping like maybe you could have done like a Christmas colored Kendo stick. Like you could do maybe do like a la WW and like have like a bunch of Christmas boxes around the ring. Yeah, with have some like Christmas presents with like, like really, crazy weapons. Like really, just go all in with a type of match like this. Like have like a Christmas present with like light tubes in it or something. Exactly. Oh, that would be great actually. Also, you mentioned the ending, so I had to watch it till the end. MJF literally rolled in trying to ruin the good ending, and then ate everyone's finisher and gave the crowd a better ending. Which yeah, whoever came up with that idea, my hats off to you. That is a nice way of ending a pay per view mm-hmm. with Orange Cassidy, especially. Very good. But yeah, I give it a match just because like it's like it could have gone further. It could have been more, in my opinion, and like I, it didn't like make me go as much. But it did give me what I wanted, which is a death match. All right. So now going off from that, I believe the match that I gave you to watch was Mike Bailey versus Volter at Riptide. Yes. This match, I am obsessed with this match. This is one of my favorite.
1: I think this has become one of my favorite wrestling matches just of all time, period. Like, this match is just so, so, so good. Um, You know what it reminds me of? Was It, it reminds me of... Uh, if you were really playing D&D, it reminds me of, like, a barbarian trying to fight a rogue. Yeah, like, oh,
0: my God!
1: So it feels like accurate. the big, heavy, like, fighter or barbarian fighting just the rogue who's just, like, bouncing around with his high
0: dexterity. Just, like, yeah, doing Trying whatever. to, like, get a weakness from his opponent so he could chop exactly, him down exactly to exactly. Like, get him. Oh, my God. That's so true. Because Walter just... Oh, that match. Yeah, You tell them. What did you think of the match? I I love this match. This match always makes me pop.
1: This match, like I said last week, this match literally makes me cry. Like, every time I watch it, I just get, like, I get teary-eyed. I get misty-eyed whenever I watch this match because it's just that damn good. It just makes you feel so much emotion for Mike Bailey. It makes you feel so much emotion for Walter. Just these two guys absolutely beating the crap out of each other to win this match. Like, what they're willing to give to put on the line to just – get a one, two, three. There's not even a title on the line of this match, I don't think. Like it's, it's just a match. Like these two just, just these two big... just absolutely beat the crap out of each other. And it's just nutty. Like ah uh, I like I love this match so much. Like it's just always gonna be a really it's always gonna have a really close place in my heart. Also, I feel really bad for both of these guys just chests. Because oh, they were probably like
0: concave. <laughs> oh, then, like, dude, once the match, match was, was over, they, they just had, like, a hole in it. Oh, they probably woke up the next morning and were just, like, oh, like they really, sitting up. They really, just, like...
1: Woke, they really woke up the next morning and had, like, a divot in their chest deep enough to eat cereal <laughs> out of. Like
0: Exactly, like, Mike Bailey's got, like, a Walter handprint, and Walter's <laughs> got, like, a Mike Bailey, like, just foot, just print in his, in his chest. Yeah, like, the, the,
1: these two probably just, like, were just like, yep, pour the cereal right in that hole in my chest and just eat breakfast <laughs> right there. <laughs> Like, that's what it felt like. Uh, but just the end of this, the end of this match, too, where it's just Walter putting Mike Bailey in the sleeper and Mike just conking done. out, like, I am like, done. It just, it just shows, like, how much they gave this match and how it just, like, how exhausted they both were and how it was just, mm-hmm. like, as soon as Walter was able to get a little bit of pressure on that sleeper, Bailey was out. Like, it was done. This, this match was absolutely phenomenal. And I love it to bits. Uh, go watch it, please. Go watch it if you can. I will never stop praising this match.
0: We're, mar- we're on YouTube, out on quick.
1: YouTube for free. Obviously, it's a mark out because I'm literally marking out on the podcast in <laughs> front of you. Like, ah, uh, watch this match. Yeah, like, please watch this match, Do Go see it. You like, you, you owe it to yourself to watch this match. Oh, so good. Ah, uh, well. After that uh, long rant about that awesome match, I think that brings us to the end
0: of the podcast. Unfortunately. Yeah, until next week, right? Until next week, yeah.
1: Yeah, so remember, tune in every Wednesday. Get all the episodes uh, every week. uh, And go leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a five-star review. That really helps us in the first weeks of a growing podcast. We're trying to get our feet off the ground here. It would really, really, really help. We would really appreciate it if you gave us those five stars over on iTunes. Um, and and subscribe to the Hit the Books feed where you will also find uh, my other show, Hit the Books with Ryan Knightsey, where we book SmackDown and Raw every week. And we book pay-per-views. Uh, we just had our pay-per-view special for Hit Clash of Champions come out on Sunday. So go check that out when you can. Um, go check out our YouTube where we post video versions of all of these podcasts that I'm telling you about right now. And go check out the website, hdbpod.com. Where you can find everything and anything you need to know about the Hit the Books Network and all the shows on it, including Independent Waters, including Hit the Books. So go check that out. Um, Zach, anything to plug over there, bud?
0: Uh, nothing. Unfortunately, I'm not too big on social media. Uh, yeah, I'm just happy to be here. To be honest, I'm going to keep asking you. I'm going to keep asking you because one week you're going to have something. One week I will. One week I'll soon I'll you'll have something.
1: something. <laughs> but that. That brings us to the end. I've said all my plugs. I've plugged all the things. I mean, I guess go follow Hit the Books on Twitter, at, at HitTheBooksPod, where you can go see all of our wrestling thoughts flow through our heads. Uh, so since that brings us to the end, the last thing I have to say, remember, there is a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. And
0: never stop exploring. <laughs> has been a count out podcast.